All right, I think that's good. Whew. All right. All right, my beautiful people, man. Thanks so much for joining us here uh, again. Uh, continue along our journey into uh, the New Black Wall Street Book Club, and we are in uh, Thinking Grow Rich, a Black Choice. We're going to switch a few things up uh, as we move forward. Um, this uh, offering uh, that's on Facebook will uh, be something that's available to our club exclusively moving forward. I made that decision today, so hopefully you're getting something out of it, and we can bring some value into your life. Thinking Grow Rich, a Black Choice is our text for the new black wall street book club and uh, we'll start to start to think about or look into selecting our next book coming up shortly but hey it's time to get this show on the road man mr dj hit the music New Black, New, New Black Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we'll never give it up. <laughs> Literature's for the masses. Where to put your money down, how to watch your asses. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read good us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. Yeah. We all just come together, there's no limit for us. Us. Here comes your host, Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. All right, my beautiful people, man. Thanks so much for joining us again here today uh, for the New Black Wall Street Book Club. I'm your host, ERGJ. You're a certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprise and ERGJ Black Bazaar, also international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. It's a study of black wealth. It's a study of the 12 richest black people in the world today and how they built their wealth. Uh, and so I just believe that if you want to be wealthy, you should study wealthy people. Uh, and uh, one of the things that we're doing as we're going through this book, we're, we're hearing about some successful black people and, uh, and learning what they have done to have their success. And we just do what they did, pick up the habits that they had, and we'll have the similar success in our life as well. Um, if you are an author, if you've written a book and you think that would be good for what we do here, please make sure you inbox us. Let us know about the book that you've written. Uh, we love to, to review it and see if it works for what we do and also present that here with our book club. And then if you are a business that have a product or service that you like featured here on this show uh, to our 20,000 20, some of our followers and subscribers across uh, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, and then also our new podcast, then make sure you inbox us and let us know that you like to sponsor this show. We'll talk to you guys about our sponsorship packages. Again, I want to say thank you so much for, uh, for your support. And all that we do, uh, we always want to wake up with some gratitude. Just thanking, just thanking, just thanking everyone that does tune in and sees this as value into their life. And so we're going to be actually uh, picking up and thinking real rich of black. Oh, and last but not least, guys, I'm sorry, I forgot about this. Uh, the Black Billionaires Club is actually a club that you can join. You can join for personal development, for business development, you uh, for financial literacy, uh, for financial financial literacy, and also investment education. And uh, we're also going to throw in some marketing and stuff for your business. I'm finding that many of our businesses simply do not understand nor know how to actually market, uh, to, uh, to take what they do to a whole nother level. In other words, to scale their business. Uh, they're so focused on making the products or presenting the products or going to events. These small business owners, you got to learn marketing. Yeah, if you want to sell more stuff, you got to market better. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> the key to sales is marketing. 
So anyway, we're going to be going in, uh, so you can actually join the club by going to dblackbillionairesclub.com, dblackbillionairesclub.com, and choosing to join today. It's a choice. Just like anything else, you, you can choose to, you can choose not to. Uh, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. It's your choice. And guess what, guys? I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with whatever choice you decide to make because uh, this uh, financial freedom, uh, this underground railroad to financial freedom is moving with or without you. So hopefully you join and uh, you'll get uh, to experience the success that everyone else is. Hey, we're going to get right into our affirmation of the day, our, our motivation for the day, our daily motivation for African-American success. So we'll let you know we're going to split this off. We're going to do a little bit of something different after today. So today will be the last time we actually include this. We'll include the affirmation, but the reading of this passage we won't do. We're going to actually separate it. We're going to have another broadcast for just for that 15-minute affirmation. Also, we're finding that um, many of our brothers and sisters, they just need that affirmation. They, they just need a, a good pick-me-up, a real quick hitter, First thing, so we're going to do that. That'll be our public offering. Uh, our Think and Grow Rich, a black choice, what we're reading. That's going to go straight to the Black Billionaires Club as far as members are concerned. So if you want to continue along with us, a live experience, you want to join the Black Billionaires Club. You can still get it on podcasts and YouTube, but if you want to have the live experience here on Facebook, you want to join the Black Billionaires Club, okay? So January 27th, that's today. Uh, when we're recording this, uh, we've got uh, his called our pastor today for the daily motivations for African American success. Don't be a know it all. Okay. Don't be a know it all. Uh, Hugh Gloucester, former president of Morehouse College, says this, and he quotes No one knows less than the person who knows it all. No one knows less than the person who knows it all. Do you belong to that body of individuals who seems to believe they already know enough? If success is your goal, you must become a storehouse for new information. Everybody put in comments on storehouse. Uh, if, if, and when it comes to success, if success is your goal, you must become a storehouse of new information. Now, notice he said if. I love that word if because everybody's goal is not success. That's not everybody's goal. It, it, it's, it's foolish of us to think that everybody's goal is success, so we understand it's not. But if that is your goal, uh, you must become a storehouse of new information. You must avoid the pitfalls of becoming someone who is comfortable with his level of knowledge in the field of his choosing. In other words, don't be a know-it-all. There's an eye-opening story about three men who were sentenced to, to be guillotined, a, a priest, a doctor, and a college professor. Each was allowed to make one last statement prior to his execution. The priest was first to approach the bench. His final words were, keep the faith. The blade dropped on the priest. Came the blade that dropped the blade dropped on the priest came within two inches of his neck and mysteriously stopped. Everybody thought it was a miracle from above, and the priest was set free. The doctor was next. He held his head high and uttered, Physician, heal thyself. Once again, the guillotine mysteriously stopped inches from his destination. Thinking this was the message that the doctor was innocent, he too was liberated. Finally, the professor approached the chopping block and with a poor sense of timing said if you tighten the two bolts on the left the guillotine will work as intended you see some people think they have all the answers education is a lifelong process and should end only when you do every day is a commencement is a is commencement day because education is accumulative education is accumulative and here's what I found over my years, my, my few years being here on this earth. When it comes to my community, we tend to value entertainment way more than education. And this education is not 
the formal education that we've been led to believe we have to have. I'm talking about self-education. We tend to value entertainment way more than education. Now, guess what? If we look at other cultures, i.e. Uh, uh, the Japanese, they value education over just about everything else. Jewish people, they value education just about over everything else. Matter of fact, when you go to these uh, events or these concerts or these ball games and things like that, we tend, to, we tend to fill up the stands. Think about that for a second. You, you hardly, I hardly ever see the Chinese at a football game. Not that they don't go, but I hardly ever see them. Isn't that strange? <laughs> I'm just saying, here's the affirmation of the day. I'll take it, I will take in new information as the first step. Everybody put also first step. I will take in new information as the first step to my growth and development. So those who joined the Black Billionaires Club, you are, this is what we are. We are in the, the growth and development stage. We are developing ourselves as we are developing our businesses. Here's a wonderful, beautiful thing. You don't have to do it by yourself. That's right. If you can do it by yourself, it'll already be done. I will take in new information as a first step to my growth and development. That's your affirmation of the day. And we'll get right into what our main text is going to be. Going in, think and grow rich, a black choice. Think and grow rich, a black choice. It's a guide to, uh, it's a guide to success for black Americans. Uh, this book was recommended by Black Enterprise, saying this book should be required reader for all African Americans truly committed to the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. Think and grow rich, a black choice. Now, we're picking up where we left off on last episode. Today's episode number 30, by the way. Um, and uh, we are in chapter number maybe six. I don't know. Chapter six. What are you worth? And um, today we're going to be talking about protecting your mind. Protect your mind. We're, we're going to pick up there. We're going to do that. See yourself as you will one day become. We're going to do that one as well. And we're going to do loving your neighbor as yourself. Let us read. That's right. New Black Wall Street Book Club. Reading Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. Black folk do read. Put in a book. We absolutely. We'll find it. Protect your mind. This essential rule is crucial to the psyche of black America. It is well documented that low self-esteem is the cause of most social problems. Often we allow myths, flimsy tradition, or negative half-truths to become chains that shackle our lives. We unnecessarily fall prey to the opinions of others which eventually clouds our sensory data and does little to enhance the manner in which we view ourselves. Ultimately, what shapes our self-image is not so much what happens to us as what happens in us. What shapes our self-image is not so much what happens to us, but what happens in us. Garbage in, garbage out. It's a cliche of our times. During every moment of your life, your process and response you process and respond to millions of pieces of information fed into your mind. You will, in turn, tackle the rudiments of life with either a positive or negative outlook, depending on this data. A vital step in developing a confident, positive personality lies within your ability to transcribe this information correctly. Assume for a moment that you have in your possession a million dollars in gold. Would you protect it? 
Would you safeguard this treasure? Would you respect its value? Of course you would. You might even hire bodyguards or install security devices to ensure its safety. That's a million dollars in gold. In comparison, your mind and self-image are worth far more than one million dollars. They're priceless. Your mind is the exclusive source of all you will create spiritually, financially, or materially in your life. Your, 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 your level of joy and happiness and peace of mind originates from one place, your mind. Now ask yourself, do you protect your mind as carefully as you protect your physical assets? Everybody put in console, protect. Protect your mind. In all honesty, the answer is probably no. Many of us permit all types of image-destroying garbage to seep into the archives of our minds and penetrate our thought processes. More than we would like to admit, many of us have allowed negative attitudes and counterproductive thinking to enter and program our mental computers. And the results of all are all too obvious. Broken families, drug abuse and alcoholism, teen pregnancies, soaring crime rates such as waning and, and a waning of educational achievements. Learn to protect your mind. Your environment and well-meaning well family and friends combine with the events of your, day to, of your day to strongly influence the manner in which you view yourself. Whether you realize it or not, each of us maintains within the spectrum of the mind a personal recorder. You must become extremely particular concerning the type of data that is fed into your mind and permit it to take root. For the sole function of the self-image is to follow the instructions given to it implicitly by the mind like an obedient personal computer reading its program and responding automatically. Your mental image of yourself forms the very core of your personality. To have a positive self-image is to feel confidently appropriate to life, that is, competent and worthy. To possess an average self-image is to fluctuate between feeling appropriate and inappropriate, right and wrong as a person, and to manifest these inconsistencies in your behavior. To possess a low self-image, is to feel inadequate and ineffective in life. High or positive, average, and low. Man, we're going to have to really touch on this. We're going to have to get deep into this for the club, for real. Self-image. Everybody putting guys on self-image. How you see yourself. Not how everybody else sees you. Who cares what they see? How you see yourself. I think it's important to, 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 to hear what other people might see. That might help you get a better understanding of yourself. But, man, how you see yourself is way more important than how someone else sees you. The more positive the self-image, the better equipped you are to cope with, the life, with life's adversities. The more resilient you become, the more you're able to withstand outside forces, the more positive the self-image, the more creative you become in your daily approach toward life. The greater the self-image, the more ambitious you will be. Not necessarily in a financial sense, although this does often happen, but in terms of that, of what you hope to experience in life, the greater the self-image, the more inclined you will be to treat others with respect. 
the more inclined you will be to treat others with respect and kindness and sincerity. Since those you face will not be perceived as threats, inferior or superior. Succinctly put, self-image is what you think and feel about you. Great rising to you, Ms. Muhammad. There's no greater force at your service than your own mind, coupled with a strong, positive self-image. See yourself as you will one day become. In Pygmalion, Bernard, George Bernard Shaw's whimsical masterpiece, Henry Higgins, the proud phenetician, admonishes Eliza Dulu, this unassuming flower girl, that she should see herself as she will one day become. You should see yourself as you will one day become. So don't see yourself as you are. You need to see that too. I think you need to get a dose of reality. But see yourself as you will one day become. Where are you going? Who are you becoming? Now, here's the thing. When it comes to uh, maybe the, the where you work at 40 hours a week, it's not so much what you do at the job. It's way more who you are becoming through the job. Uh, uh, let me say that again for the people in the back. It's not so much what you do at the job. The, the tasks are not as important as who you are becoming through the job. Who are you becoming? Who are you becoming? Think like a duchess, act like a duchess, talk like a duchess, and one day you will be a duchess, he advises. So who is it that you are becoming? See, I think like a billionaire. I talk like a billionaire. I act like a billionaire, one day I will be a billionaire. How about you? Dr. Maxwell Marks, author of Psycho-Cybernetics, which is another book we're going to be reading, developed the process of unlocking self-direction. He wrote, the lucky or successful person has learned a simple secret. Call up, capture, evoke the feeling of success. When you feel successful and self-confident, you will act successful. Define your goal or end result. Picture it to yourself clearly and vividly. Then simply capture the feeling you would experience if the desirable goal were already accomplished. What do you think and feel about yourself? Do you like who you are? When you look in the mirror, do you see the person that you will one day become? Perhaps the following story will help you answer these questions. There was once an African princess or African prince who was born a hunchback. On his 12th birthday, his father, the king, asked him what he would, what would he like to receive as a birthday gift. Bent over and looking up, the boy replied, I would like a statue of myself. Upon hearing of his heart's, his child's desires, the father was confused. He wished he had never brought up the subject. The last thing in the world he wanted for this young son was for him to be mocked. In an effort to change the boy's mind, the king asked, the king asked, certainly there must be something else you want. But the prince replied, no, I want a statue of myself. But don't misunderstand me, father. I do not want a statue of myself as I appear now. Rather, I would like a statue of how I will look if I stood straight. Well, the poor king was distraught. He thought, he thought his son's reasoning was even worse. Furthermore, said the prince, I'd like the figure to be placed outside my window in the garden where I could see it every day. You got a vision. How many guys did a vision board this year? 
Reluctantly, his father finally agreed that to his son's wishes and the statue was erected every day, every day, every day. How many guys have taken apart the 365 challenge every day, the everyday challenge? Every day. In a routine, methodical fashion, the boy would stand before his statue. Day in and day out, he would stretch and reach and extend the strain to mimic the six-foot replica. He did this without fail several times a day, each day for eight years. On his 21st birthday, something happened. Everybody put it down, so something happened. On his 21st birthday, something happened. The prince stood with his shoulders erect, head straight. Staring eyeball to eyeball, eyeball with his likeness. But this once humped, humped back four foot tall youth was now the epitome of strength and power with a statuesque body and an equally impressive self image. What was the young prince's secret? Well, as the poet says, what thou seest, thou can't believe it. How do you visualize yourself? What are the words, the pictures, and images? that cross your mind when you think about you. Get centered by seeing yourself as you really are, as you will one day, not, by seeing yourself as you really are, as you will one day become. Words, pictures, and images have incredible power. You must recognize this power and use it as, it is, as if your life depended on it because it does. This is the first step toward bringing about the physical equivalent of your thoughts. See yourself as you will one day become. Now, I want you to, let's, let's, let's think about it for a second. There's this, uh, it's Sunday. There's this uh, place in the Bible that says that when I was a child, I thought like a child. I acted like a child. I thought like a child. But now that I'm an adult, that's vision, same thing. See yourself as you will become. So my question to you that are joining us here today, how do you see yourself? Who are you to become? See, matter of fact, I would venture to say that where you are right now in life, you saw this in, a pre in, you saw this in your past. Before you, where you are right now is something you have seen before. It's something that went 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you saw this for yourself. It's almost impossible for you to move forward and get to that which you do not see. So no matter where you are, whether you like it or you don't, you had a vision of it, unless you simply just drifted your way here. And unless you didn't have a vision for yourself at all. And so now life is. Life is just giving you what you bargain for, nothing much. But when you cast it, when you get this vision of who you will become, and you say you don't you don't bargain with life for a penny, you bargain with life for the million, you bargain with life for the billion, you bargain with life for whatever it is that you want to get. You start you start telling life what you want instead of just getting what life just taking what life gives you. Let me say that again. You start taking what you want. You start making what you want. You start creating what you want instead of just getting the crumbs from the end of the table. My question to you is, 
Who are you to become? See, I'm not as concerned about who you are right now. That's great. But who are you to become? Do you see yourself as you, as you will become? Do you see a future? Do you see what's in store? Do you see the greatness that's available unto you? Do you see um, what? Do you see these great, these great concepts, these great things that you're going to build? What do you see for yourself? Do you see the house that you're going to live in? Do you see the car that you're going to drive? Do you see your Do you see yourself as a healthy vessel? Do you see yourself living a long life? Do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? See yourself as you are to become. See, there's a reason why every morning I wake up studying billionaires because I know that's who I am to become. So I want to find out about these billionaires, learn about these billionaires, talk like the billionaires, walk like them, dress like them, go where they go. Because I understand where who I am to become. If I wanted to be a chef, that's what I would do. I, I, I learned from the chefs. I put on my chef hat. I start talking chef language. You know that you know that every you know everybody got a different language, right? A different dialect, a different jargon, by the way. Doctors speak differently than lawyers. Lawyers speak differently than dentists. Dentists speak differently than entrepreneurs. Right? Entrepreneurs speak differently than employees. So when I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I said, I want to do something for myself. Guess who I hung around? I didn't hang around the employees. That was not, that's who I was. That's not who I was to become. So guess what? I changed my circle. I started hanging around who I was to become. These are, these are, these are, these are choices that you and I must make if we're going to stop drifting and just getting or just accepting what life gives us. No, you can take control. Everybody put the council take control. You can take control of your destination. Yes, you can. You can take control of your destination. And say, this is where I want to go. This is where I'm headed. Who are you to become? Love yourself as your neighbor. Again, for those that are just joining or going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice. A book that's been highly recommended for any African-American, any black American who's looking for success, the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. Love yourself as your, uh, loving, love your neighbor as yourself. The Bible speaks of the necessity of a positive self-image in the second commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's important that we love our neighbor, but the first and last words of this directive indicate a vital key to riches. Love yourself. By following the intent of this commandment, you will do the things that will ultimately allow you to perform on a level of personal ex excellence, providing an, an added measure of self-confidence. Love yourself, not in a narcissistic sense, but from the vantage point that respects and believes in your own abilities. This builds ego strength. Any man or woman who truly wants to change the circumstances of his life must first change from the inside out. Everybody put the on inside out. Must change from the inside out. See, too many of us, we're waiting on something else to change. We're waiting on uh, the president to change. We're waiting on taxes to change. We're waiting on the seasons to change. 
We're waiting on the year to change. We're waiting on grandma and grandpa and them to change. We're waiting on the, 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 the government to change. We're waiting on the system to change. We're always, we just seem to be waiting on everybody and everything else to change but me. I want you to understand that your life will change when you change. To spend all this energy on things that you can't control and spend no energy on that which you can control is ludicrous. It's silly. It's foolish. It's stupid. To spend all your energy on things, people that you can't control, but then to spend no energy on the very one thing that you can control, you, is stupid. Waste of time, waste of energy, waste of vitality. Don't make you go crazy. Don't be stressed out because you spend no time changing you. When you change, you, when you take responsibility, you, when you take control, you, then everything will change. I'm telling you that all your dreams, all your aspirations, this whole world is waiting on you to change, you to get better, you to get stronger, you to get wiser, you to make better decisions. This whole world is waiting on you. And here's the joke, here's the, here's the gap. This whole time we've been thinking that we're waiting on the world. No, whole time we think we're waiting on God. No, he's waiting on you. You are worthy of success. This will be the last part we'll read. You are worthy of success. He was a young black man who had grown up an orphan in Louisiana. He had lived in 14 different foster homes before he drifted to Southern California. There he resumed his education at a small public school near Los Angeles. It was obvious the boy had a deep-seated inferiority complex with which his teacher tried to change through counseling him. One day in class, he burned out. You have to remember that I'm black and that we're inferior, we're the products of slaves. That's not true, his teacher countered. You are not inferior. What do you mean, he asked. You and every black American can trace his or her genealogy to Africa, she explained. You can take pride in your genetic roots. Why? Because you are the offspring of survivors. Everybody put guns on, I'm a survivor. The weakest slaves, unfortunately, did not clear the middle passage. Some died aboard ship. Some threw themselves overboard and were drowned. Others died as soon as they reached these foreign shores. But those Africans who survived the tumultuous ordeal, your forefathers had the courage, the fortitude, and state of mind that would not let them die. They were emotionally superior. They would not give up hope in spite of the obstacles. Every black American is a genetic descendant of the toughest and, and best bloodline. And that's the kind of blood that you have, Bert. The caring teacher made her point. 
Boy left school that day and thought about all he had learned. Today, that young black child, Burt Duncan, is a practicing physician in Los Angeles. He successfully achieved his potential, but first he had to change his self-image. Most of our battles are not fought with physical weaponry, but in the scope of mental images. If we believe subjective statements about ourselves, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm poor, for example, these images, if unchecked, will eventually take root in our lives. No one is superior or inferior to another. It is up to each of us individually to nurture our own sense of self-worth. For those with poorly developed self-images marked by a lack of self-confidence and diminished self-worth, I point to the virtue of establishing a success consciousness. Establishing a success consciousness. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put in a book, we absolutely will find it. And it's time I'd like for you to share with us one thing that stood with you today. Whenever we come online and we go live or across all our platforms, we want to make sure that we've made a difference in your life. We understand that your time is most valuable. You can't get it back. So was this worth your time and why? What seed of thought has been implanted into your soul that you're going to cultivate to reap yourself a harvest? So I know I talk fast and you type, guys, so as you guys are typing out, I just want to let you know again that you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to make a decision to join the Black Billionaires Club. As I said before, we're making a few, I'm making a few changes to where we're broadcasting what. And so this portion of what we do will be exclusive to the Black Billionaires Club. We focus on personal development. You got to fix yourself. We focus on business development. You got to fix yourself first, then you can fix your business. All right? We focus on financial literacy class. We're going to teach you about money. What you don't know about money is hurting you. And number three, or number four, I want to teach you about investing. I want to teach you how then, once you learn about money, once you get out of debt, all these things, now let's try, let's learn how to make our money work harder for us. And we work for it. Also, if you're a sponsor or if you're a business, you got a business you like to sponsor the show, you can do that as well. Make sure you inbox us. If you're an author, you've written a book that you think would be good for this broadcast, you can inbox us that as well. I'm ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprises and ERGJ Black Bazaar, international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club. We invite you to join the Black Billionaires Club today. Go to theblackbillionairesclub.com. Go to theblackbillionairesclub.com. Hey, man, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow exclusively to the BBC, though, uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we hope that you will join us there. But until then, guys, you know what time it is. It takes a village, <laughs> and it starts with us. Let's build as we climb together. We all we got, people. But guess what? That's enough. I pray to God preserve each and every one of you that you will be able to have a wonderful, super scintillating Sunday or whatever day this is that you might listen to this broadcast. And until next time, Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the new black Wall Street book club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you ain't got to leave the computer. But we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the new Black Wall Street.